it's awesome. You know, a little bit of technical difficulties, maybe something happened there, but um, I lost you. Um, but uh, I just want to welcome back everybody to Saul's Life here again. This is a brand new episode this week with your host Saul and a special guest um, that I that I can't I, I just couldn't wait to get on here eventually. Um, but it is Ross. And um, just a quick catch up. I'll bring everybody uh, back up to uh, back up to speed. Uh, you're from Montreal. That's where you were born. Uh, Montreal, yes, Canada. Uh, a product of the Osceola County school system, as am I. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, but you also, um, I mean, it, it, your story, it's a good story, you know, and I, I think a lot of people should get to hear it. Um, you uh, you got a chance to go to St. John's University in New York City, correct? Yes, sir. And uh, and and how was how was that experience? A little bit. Talk, I mean, talk a little bit about that. I mean, um, if nothing else, I mean, it's taught me a lot in terms of being able to step outside of your comfort zone and allow yourself to be exposed to things that you know you wouldn't have experienced if you would have stayed home. You know, like we were raised to you know trying to stay close to our where we're from and anybody who steps towards the unknown the usually it's kind of frowned upon so going to going going way out of state for me was a great experience the fact that it was new york city just made it that much better i had this very romantic idea of what new york city was and you know there were there were a lot of uh there were, there were quite a few hiccups, but at the same time, there were certain things that New York at that time was able to offer in terms of like cultural things, but also just just the fact that it's it's a it's a true metropolitan. So, you know, the, the idea that a store would be open 24 hours and it's not necessarily a Walmart, that was a beautiful thing. You know, the idea that I could just walk out one day without necessarily having a specific destination and just mm -hmm. decide, you know what, I'll go north today. And then just by walking that way, I would just just see the hustle and bustle of the city. So um, what uh, what what years uh, were you there? Two years, man, 2005, August 2005 until may 2007 oh wow so early 2000s all right yeah the early 2000s it was it was it was the uh you know people people were done with uh with the giuliani era thinking they were they were stepping thinking they were stepping into the new millennium with the uh with the bloomberg era joke turned out to be on the people but, um, <laughs> yeah um, and you graduated from St. John's. What did the, what'd you get your degree in, man? What, what'd you graduate with? Government and politics, you know, low, low liberal arts education. Um, like yeah. It. Yeah. I like, it. I like it. So, um, it's safe to say you, you, you probably have a, a few interesting things to say about, um, the current situation that, uh, that this country is in right now and, and may, maybe kind of, um, kind of where we're headed to as well 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 in terms of my views of what's going on politically right now the the thing is i personally think that um that it's been it's been a slippery slope for quite some time so i'm not um i'm not shocked 
although it's a sad situation, but I'm not shocked that things are going that and are trending that way. You know what I mean? In terms of the rise of Trump. I mean, if it wasn't Trump, it would have been somebody else. You know, it's just that um, for for the for the longest time, you know, the, the pendulum has been swinging towards the right. But, you know, we keep like as far as like progressive movement goes, kept making little strides here and there. And then, you know, personally, the, the election of a Barack Hussein Obama just totally, totally made made that swing go in terms of like, oh, that was never supposed to happen. And then it just kind of like the pendulum is kind of swinging all the way to the right. And then you have, you know, Donald J. Trump as president of the United States, which it's the the, the tragedy is not so much that he is the president. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's just what what his presidency seems to stand for when you have a situation where people are saying, you know, make America great again. That's kind of cold speech for make America. So you're saying, number one, that America is not great right now. But you're also saying that you wanted to go back to something else. But then it's like, make America great again, but for whom? Right? Because if you don't think it's great right now, you're saying you want to make it great again. So you're talking about a specific era that you thought it was great. Which era are you talking about? You know what I mean? So so that's the concern. And I mean, it's just like, not not that I've ever agreed with everything that America stood for as far as like the whole idea of being the policeman of the world, right? As far as being like this big hegemony, like, okay, it's the superpower, but at the same time, you know, it, the U.S. was considered to be a leader of sorts and in this short amount of time because the United States didn't necessarily, the United States became a leader, if you think about it, it was after World War II. So now we're yeah. talking about like from World War II up until now, right? And when we talk about the now, hell, let's talk about like the last four years, which again, coincidentally was DJ Trump. But when you talk about like how quick, how quick that descent was, so how quick things have devolved, you know, world, other, so other, right other, yeah. Yeah, other, other leading countries aren't necessarily going to invite aren't necessarily going to invite the US to the party you know what I mean it's like all right well let's turn what's Russia doing what's China doing that's what's happening right now in terms you know what what the world is is seeking I um before we even get it you know deeper in all this because um you know we 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 might we we might get you know we might get into some things I kind of just want to talk a little bit more about uh I guess the our, our friendship and the dynamic between us um, and I guess why we're able to speak so candidly uh, with each other. Um, I'd say, I mean, how long have we known each other, man? 1997, sir. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So, t- okay. so our That's friendship is, is old enough to, to drink. <laughs> yes. 23, 23 years, man. That's yeah. wild. All right, 97. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so, so we, we, you know, we've, we've been around each other. We've seen each other grow mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, you know, we can, we can, we can just tell it like it is. Yes, sir. So that that's definitely one of the main reasons why I, I couldn't wait to kind of have you on, on this my little podcast here. Um. 
I mean, and, and you can tell I've been super bored because I brought it back out of just, you know, back to resurgence out of death. Nothing else. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> I mean, that picture that yeah. is amazing. It, um, and I, cause I mean, I, I've been, I've been doing this thing with John Q. Shout out to John Q. Um, and our other show, uh, Are You Afraid of the Blank? Yes, sir. Um, but our studio has been closed and it's kind of tough trying to practice social distancing. And, you know, if you're if you're kind of kind of driving back and forth from someone's house to, you know, someone else's house and they got maybe some other things going on there. Right, right. Whatever, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I, I guess um, to, to, to premise everything as well, we're still in the middle of this uh, pandemic, correct? This coronavirus situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give a quick update. I finally got uh, approved for the unemployment. Um, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I got I got an email, and um, it said I'm approved. So within 14 days, I should see some sort of payment. Okay. So we'll see. So now I got to wait another another little bit. But no, are you federal, right are you getting that federal uh, six hundred dollars or however much extra they're supposed to give also, or is it just? That? I don't see. I don't know. I don't know about any of that. It was just such a such a mess initially, you know, on the website itself, and then trying to get through. I uh, I sent in a paper app. For yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's what I did, and then I did the uh, then I then I eventually got through online, but that was um, maybe like a, a couple days later or a week later. So we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of headed in the right direction, but. Um, I, I guess a lot of the stuff I, I, I've been meaning to kind of put out a, a new podcast in the last couple of days, but every time I I, I kind of wanted to do something, uh, like something new would happen. You yeah, know what something I mean? else would get in the way. Yeah, or, or yeah, not not necessarily get in the way, but some, a new piece of information, you know, would come out, or, or some somebody would do something stupid, and and uh, you, you know, like for example, the last couple of days. Um, we've been seeing a lot of protests happen. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, because uh, because you, you know now I, I guess today was the first day for Florida that entered in a phase one. But prior to this, um, and in other states, it's still happening. Because I, I I saw a lot of pictures and I, uh, today on the news, um, over in uh was it, it's in Maryland or Massachusetts? I forget one of those northeastern states where the capital was just crowded. But a, a lot of people protesting, you know, to, I, I guess, I, I'm not sure what they're protesting for because well, they're, they're armed, they're armed to the T and, and like, you know, militia gear. Yeah. They've got right, you know, they got these flat jackets, vests <laughs> that are two, you know, three, three, four sizes too small. The for them. <laughs> Look at the look. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of the flags and, and, and Nazi flags. And I don't, I don't understand why. And I mean, guys yelling in cops' faces. You know what I mean? Like their beards are touching their faces, and the cops are just showing a tremendous amount of restraint yeah, that I've never course. seen before. Of course, of course. <laughs> and this is, and this is where I get a little cynic. But I'm gonna ask you, just to make it clear: Do any of those guys look like you or me? No, not you know, not at all. Yeah, and obviously that's what yeah. I'm trying to get at. That's one point that I'm trying to get at. Yeah, but number two, what what is it that they're really, really protesting? I don't I don't understand what's happening here. And you know, I, I 
it, it's tough to try to find someone else to talk to about this because nobody else really understands or knows, I guess. Right. Well, but, well, the truth is, the truth is, if you ask them, those protesters, they wouldn't give you a coherent answer either. You know what I mean? Um, it's kind of like, okay, they want to they want to reopen the state. They want to reopen businesses. I think that the main thing for those people, and I do mean those people, is that they want to they want to be able to go back to work themselves. So maybe the business that they work for is is closed, right? And so they want to be able to go back to work themselves. But again, it's like, hey, what about public safety? What about your I, I own safety? Say- I mean, I would say that they're being conned into thinking that way. Oh, you know what I mean? To be honest with you. And um, and 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 it's a shame because I, I, I was I was speaking to a buddy of mine earlier, um, who's a business owner as well, and uh, you know, it's a sh- he, he he was telling me that uh, you know, all these other small business owners feel as if you know the government let them down. Like it just it just completely let them down, and and I agree. You know, w- w- wasn't there supposed to be some sort of oversight person or manager for for the <laughs> Yes, there was. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, what's going on with any of this? Guy? I wonder what I, I, happened to that guy. Yeah, he got fired. Right? Oh, now, fired. There, you there you have it. So you know, you know, it, it's tough when you hear things like that. Because you know you don't want you don't want people to lose their their, their businesses, um, you know. But on the other hand, you know you I'm also you know kind of talking and, and and what they're saying is like, hey, if people are are stupid enough to come out, we're gonna still serve them and take care of them. Right. Whatever, at the end know, of the like, day, everybody's got a mortgage. Everybody's got to pay rent. Everybody got to keep these lights on, and and if somebody else is actually making payments on stuff then you know the utility companies are going to be like i don't know bro like i have a hundred people who've been paying you have an issue so yeah so i mean but how does this change you know what i mean because it's uh I, it's you know we're 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 not only we're, we're, we're what we're what what essentially what i understood was the same thing that the that, that we shamed these politicians for saying on TV last week or the last couple of weeks that you know losing lives is worth restarting the economy. Yeah, I, I, I would I would say to them that they should talk to the family members of those who have lost a loved a loved one. You know what I mean? No, they never will. They, they because never know. no, losing lives is not worth boosting the economy. Because how much? How much of a price do you put on somebody's life, you know? And so, yeah, it's it's sad that we're putting the dollar before the people, but this is America, so you know. It, and we're just gonna and we're just gonna roll with it. I mean, I guess that's well. It. It's not so much we're just gonna roll with it, right? Um, what do you suggest? Because the the issue is that the issue has been that yeah, sure, you can write your congressman, you can. Um, you can do whatever it is that you want to do as far as like contacting those people in political uh, who are in power. But until we're able to make that shift, which is on election day, since they're already in office, they're not going to listen to you. You know what I mean? That's, that's the truth of it all. You gotta, you have to 
not only vote, but you got to vote consciously. Like, who is for me? Right? And I can tell you right now, um, Marco Rubio isn't for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Rick yeah. None of, yeah Scott has yeah. made it very clear over his tenure, whether it was as governor or recently as senator of the great state of Florida, that he isn't for me either. No, not at all. So, so the so the real thing is we got to vote them out. I um I, I feel that these protests, you know, are they're 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 putting their energy, they're directing their energy in, in the wrong, you know, in, in the wrong way to to the wrong people. I um. You know, I, I posted this. Uh, I, 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 so we have this thread going going on with the guys, um, but I, and I'm sure you know a lot of people do with your close friends. I hope they do anyway. I hope people still, you know, have some sort of whatever lines of communication right, right, with right. the people that they grew up with. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 on this thread, uh, it, it, I mean, it is. It's interesting. We share a lot of a lot of a lot of insight, I, and I think it's very diverse. We have a pretty diverse group of group of people on there uh, we have a pretty eclectic group of friends and, I, and, and I'm pretty grateful for that um, and I went ahead and kind of posted that uh, what it, what my my post is here or my what is it on Facebook you know like your comment whatever how, how you're feeling yeah yeah, yeah. status so uh, yeah my stat I don't know why I couldn't think of that word that's okay that's I, why I'm I, here I, I that's why I'm here really old. I am the Robin to your Batman sir Wow, I sounded really old. <laughs> you know that thing on the Facebook? Uh, the Facebook. The Facebook. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and, I, and I'll read it. Um, and, and, and I said earlier, it's a shame that it's the most vulnerable that are being forced back to work and operate under the new norm. And I put new norm in, you know, quotation marks. Um, it's a shame that the real small businesses that needed the bailouts and help didn't get them and instead these huge companies and corporations got millions of dollars and they still laid off workers and companies. Mm-hmm. And now you know <laughs> oh man. Um and now because these owners and, and businesses and companies can't again in quotation marks, but what it is they they really don't want to. They you know pay any more unemployment. They're forcing the poor and the sick and the people that have no health insurance and benefits to risk their lives for yeah. peanuts. Um, and and this is where I said that people are protesting the wrong thing and at the wrong people. They should be protesting at these huge conglomerate companies and corporations and, and these business owners that, that are opening their doors and giving employees the option. And again, I roll emoji quotation marks, bro, because it's not an option if you, if you don't, if, you, if you're broke, you know what I mean? Like, it's not an option if you got to put food on the table. So... So I, you know, and, and then, and then this is the worst thing. Cause I, I, you know, I, I could see people doing this too. And, and I don't, I'm not accusing anybody cause I haven't heard of anyone doing this, but it's not too far fetched to think. And this is based on, you know, I mean, when people get a car accident sometimes and that insurance check comes in, you know, you try to find someone that doesn't, right, right. Right, you know, yeah, you try, you try, try to, to keep a little something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and when it comes to this, you know, I would hope that some of these small business owners that did get the, the, the relief and the help that they asked for, you know, that they applied for, I hope they put it back into their business and not into their pockets. Yeah. You know, to like that, 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 that's another thing, you know, that, that, that you got to worry about. But again, about. there was somebody 
who was in charge of making sure that funds went wherever they said they were supposed to go. But (laughs) but apparently somebody, that somebody was let go. So I don't know, you know, do do you think we're kind of opening up things too early? This whole phase one, phase two, phase three thing? You know, we're, we're, how long do you think phase one? How long do you see phase one last? Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, you know, you got you got DeSantis talking about, you know, they're ready to reopen the state. You got, I was watching something on the news. I saw, um, what's his name? The Orange County Mayor, Mr. Uh, Jerry Deming, uh, Deming, sitting in a barbershop. Yeah. You know, like, yo, they're ready. You know, these, these people are ready to get it going. So I don't even know what phase one means. Because personally, if I can be honest with you, I'm keeping my family inside. Nobody's going to the beach. Nobody's going to any of those businesses that are reopening. We're going to keep it moving the same way. We go out for food shopping once a week. And that's it. Because these numbers, I mean, I'm no epidemiologist, right? I'm no public health professional. But from what I understand, the public health community is like, nah, what are you guys doing? They're making business and political decisions, but those aren't business or political decisions. Those are, oh, how, how are we going to keep this population safe decisions? That's what we should be talking about. But again, you know. Yeah, no, and like, like I said, we're directing these protests at the wrong at the wrong. Yeah, people. and we're listening to the wrong people. I don't know. I don't know when, how, or why this happened. But for some reason, the science community is the last is the last to be to be taken seriously or to at the very least be as far as like credibility goes. They seem to be the last ones to come about when we're talking about certain things. You know what I mean? When you want to talk about global warming and now with this situation here, as far as a global pandemic, things that, you know, we've been warned about. For quite a few months, I'm not going to go into the whole, you know, tinfoil hat that old Bill Gates tried to warn us in 2015. He was just talking about something in terms of like, theoretically, this could happen. Well, it did happen. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we can't we can't discredit, though, obviously, the timeline starting from. You know, December, That's what I was going, that but at the very least, if we want to talk about those last six months, no, we've we've been getting we've been getting some some real reports, and you know, people right now are really like discrediting. We're talking about guys who go to school for this stuff for years. You know how hard it is to get a PhD. You know, kind of research you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not like somebody who woke up one day and was like, "Yo, I read a couple of articles, or I saw some 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 memes on Facebook." Nah, these are people who like you know you write something, and then people who actually have PhDs are gonna find ways to discredit what you're saying, and then they can't. Then that's when they finally, okay, you can defend you. Like it's a lot of work. You know, these people do that stuff. You know, they'll work on the same research project for like three to seven years. Then they get yeah. So now we're going to say that those people are less credible than people who have no scientific background. No scientific background. And those are the people we're going to listen to. Oh, it's it's it blows my mind. Like I said, I, I you know, like I said earlier, I, I wanted to 
kind of come out with some new content in the last, you know, maybe five to six days. But I just really couldn't because something new would keep popping up or, you know, somebody would say something ridiculous and then it'd be topped again the next day by something more ridiculous. You, you know, and, and I mean, we could go into the whole, you know, injecting, disinfectant, whatever nonsense. We can go into all the calls that the CDC received after that. We can go into the fact that he tried to walk it back and said he was just kidding after all these people tried to defend what he said right. that day. <laughs> but, and, the um, that, you know, and the fact that corporations who create and market these disinfectants had to release public messaging saying, hey guys, it's not safe for you to ingest our products. Like the fact that this is where we are in 2020 in these United States, that's worrisome to me. It's it, it's asinine, man. Like I don't I don't understand and and I still just don't understand how people, you know, defend him. You know, that, that was another thing that I had said in, in, in one of my other podcasts is that people still bend over backwards to try to normalize the things that he says, you know, and, and because of the top I, thing, I, I just I just hope they prefer him. They prefer him to the alternative. The alternative is a woman. Right. Do you want, <laughs> yeah. But that's but that's basically it. Right. Do you want a woman to be, to be yeah, running things? It. Think when when you know I, I think we've had this conversation before. When you think about the the premises that this country has been based on, yeah, that's what this country's been running on for quite some time, right? You have to be a you have to be a white male or wealthy or wealthy. Well, there you go. You have to be a white male. You have to be a wealthy white male. It's preferably preferable that you are a Christian, right? And um, yeah. Anytime that the plan seems to deviate from that. You get a little, things get a little shaken up. Cause, cause I mean, think about it. You had people, you had women coming out with allegations of, of, of not only sexual misconduct, but we're talking about straight up sexual assault against him. And people, yep. again, women as well, right? Have chosen to look the other way because the alternative did not fit the mold of what they deemed to be legitimate to run this country. So that's why things are being normalized. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, this is this is who I'm going with. This is who I'm going with all the way. I don't know if you have if you have watched The Wire. There's a there's a there's a three, yeah, uh, there's a scene where yeah. Slim Charles is like, if it's a lie, then we're gonna fight on that lie. It's like listen, this is who we got, this is who we're gonna stick with. Because Exactly. Because yo, if we turn on Donald J. Trump, that means that we might get a what? What, what was it that they called it? A, a socialist communist, right? We might get yeah. a socialist communist or just a plain old Democrat who's going to change the way that we that we do things right now, or at least potentially does have a opportunity to change the way that we do things right now right because what, what there was a woman there was there were women not just one there were women running there were women running right yeah. and then when you think about the other yeah. side yeah. right the republicans how many women have ran as viable candidates on a republican ticket aside from sarah palin i wouldn't even say she was viable i mean i guess she fit the criteria but you know whatever 
the, you know, there technically, you go. she was technically viable. There you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a, what a time to be alive, man. Um, your family. Yeah. So, uh, how, how have things, you know, how have things changed for you and the family throughout this whole. Oh man, whole we thing? all together in the house. Um, my wife goes to work. She works nights. She's a nurse. So there's, so there's, yeah, she's a nurse. So there's that part. But aside from that, we're, cause I mean, usually, you know, on like when we're, if we were having this conversation in February, um, it would be, yeah, you know, everything's, everything's cool in terms that because of the routine, right? Like I'm at, I go to work eight to five. Well, it's yeah, eight to five, really. So drop off my son to school, daughter goes to school, and then wife will wake up during the day. She does her thing. Then we all come home. We do our thing. She goes to work. And so we really hang out like all family-wise together on the weekends. Now we're together every day, which is okay. It puts a little strain because, you know, some people need their alone time. But another thing that's been a little... Uh, that's actually been sad to watch is um you know our, our kids they're they're you know they're at that age where they have a social quote unquote life outside of family and so um and so mm-hmm. they don't really get the opportunity to to experience friends like they would say again back in February you know what I mean my son just the other day he was like I miss my friends and I'm like what do you mean he's like I miss my friends at school. Oh wow! How old is he? Six. You know he's six years old, and the only time he gets to see them is whenever he does like like they're on Microsoft Teams, and so the teacher has um just like every once in a little while she'll she'll do a a lesson, and so everybody signs in and they all see each other. But yeah, that's about it. About it. So that's like maybe twenty minutes a day, and so they don't necessarily get to um. They don't necessarily get to hang out with their friends as much as they would like to, or at all. How um how have the kids been adjusting to online learning like that? That uh, stay at home learning. Uh, have you have you been helping out? Oh a lot man, I am I am a teacher. I am an an IT professional. <laughs> I am a personal chef. I mean, yeah. Oh, so whatever you just regular, yeah, yeah. regular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now, but now I do it a lot more than I, you know, before. So yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do it Friday. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it over the weekend. Now it's happening every day. I gotta, I gotta do lesson plans with my son. I gotta do a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, it, it's it's different because our daughter's older, so she could do the online stuff and chill. But the boy, he's like. He's gotta be. He's gotta be engaged like every minute. If you give him like five minutes to himself, yeah. he'll 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 go off and do whatever. Next thing you know, there's like crayons all over the place. So that that has been um that has been an adjustment. Like trying to make sure that he stays engaged the whole time. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, family man, doing it all. Wife is a nurse, so I mean, yeah, and I, I, that's right. She's she's she works at the hospital. 
Um, I wanted to hit on that just for a second too. I mean, what's the what's that routine like now? I, I mean, are our scrubs coming Scrub, off at the door? Scrubs, you know, the sneakers don't make it in the house. Um, and it depends because she's if she's if she's come in contact with any COVID nineteen patient, definitely like. And even when she has it, like there was a time when she had come in contact with so many COVID nineteen patients that she was actually socially distancing from us with the inside of the house. Like that that went on for like a good two weeks, right? Because because wow. you know she had been exposed, but she wasn't sure. And so because of that, that went on for a good two weeks. And that was weird, you know, like not being able to to embrace her son, her daughter, her husband, you know, but um, mm. but, um yeah. yeah. That's tough. That's gotta be yeah, but, yeah. After a long day of work, all you wanna do yeah, is get, like, not not happening. Uh, that wasn't happening. But um yeah. yeah, it's just like trying to stay on trying to stay safe, you know. So it's just like she has like her her gear is like a mask that she wears that has like a little shield, and and then you, I mean you've seen the those uh, <laughs> you've seen those those um was it Breaking Bad outfits? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's something, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's something similar to that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Man, this is wild. I mean, so has she? I mean, she, what is she hearing in the hospitals? about well, any of this stuff you know what i mean or is it kind of well, for down her, a, a little bit for her it's different because she works for the va so she only sees veterans right but what okay. the veterans affair has been doing is basically just um just getting ready just in case there's a surge on the private side right on the civilian side they were just mm -hmm. trying to get ready to take the overflow if the if the civilian side of the you know the local hospitals like Advent Health and Orlando Health and even maybe even Nemours, but that's like Children's Hospital, so maybe not. But like if those couldn't handle the population of students of students, the population of patients that they were getting, then um, they would you know be ready on that side for them. So luckily that hasn't happened, and unfortunately now that we're reopening the state. Now, health professionals are like, damn, you know, we're yeah. doing this a little too early. That might still be on in play. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to see what happens. I, I, I agree with you. I think we're going to see uh, kind of like that rubber band effect and, and, and a huge swell of COVID-19 cases uh, coming up again. In the next and I hate being weeks. a fatalist. Um, yeah, man, me too. Trust me, but... Uh, it's, I just think it's hey, you know, we'll see, we'll see what's gonna happen. I think I, I don't want it to happen, but um, but we'll see what's gonna happen. And unfortunately, you know, I, I hope that's not what it takes for people to learn yeah. their lesson. You know what I mean about this whole thing. Um, I don't. So I mean, have you guys been doing anything different? You know, kind of to keep well, the kids well, that's, entertained. That's the blessing in the sky. That's the blessing in the skies for me. We, you know, I'm not. I'm 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 here all day, so I do my work, and then at the end of my day at work, we just go out in the backyard and we have some fun, or we've we've, we've had like family nights where we where we play Uno all night. We play Uno all night. Um, you know, just just spending more time. How intense! Yeah. How intense are these yeah. Uno games? Are they intense as, as, as 
Is our intense in the Done. Yes. Yes, like Yes. If any one of us tries to like help out, whether it's our son in terms of like, oh no, you know, these cards are yo, it's it's beef. And then, and then you know, you know what happens is like, let's say she wins the game, and then it's like, all right, well, we'll go to bed. We're like, nah, let's run it back. Yes, yes, Jordan style. Yes, let's run it back. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not going to bed yet. Let's run that back. And then you know, I win or whatever, and it's like, nah, 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 one more, one more game, one more game. Mm, mm, mm. You gotta like, like the late great. Kenny Rogers said, "You gotta learn when to hold them. You gotta learn when to uh, what? You gotta learn. No when, when to hold them. No when to walk away. Yup, yup. No when to walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never count your money when you're at the table. Yo, yeah, I'm so gonna so listen to that before yeah. I go to bed now." Yeah, it's a, it's a classic, bro. It's like Shout classic. out to Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, R.I.P. Wherever he might be. <laughs> Rogers, oh, all right. Man. You say Kenny Rogers. Let me. I, it's mad random, but you know what? We're, we're, we're from Kissimmee. Have you ever gone to the Kenny Rogers restaurant that used to be um, in Kissimmee? There was a all right, Kenny all right, Rogers that's a no. All right, all right. I'm on a line here. All right, all right. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> what? I'm gonna have to look it up and send you um and send you uh, a picture. Yes, they. <laughs> not like, even. Not it was right on 192, um, by Thacker. Oh, I, didn't, I had no idea Kenny Rogers had reached. Yo, it was the like the Ken, Kenny Rogers rose top something. Man, I wish I had my computer right next to me. I would pull it up and you know what? We're gonna have to speak it. We're gonna have to run this back. And um and then I'll be ready <laughs> with everything. And I Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you know there's gonna be and a then I have episode. Don't worry about it. You're coming. I just wanted to see if this thing would really work, and it, and and it's so far so good. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't believe that uh, that uh, this thing kind of kind of held up. I'm uh, I, I'm impressed with myself. Right You're now. hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to Anchor and the and the podcast <laughs> Shout out to Anchor for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, Ross, but uh. Let me let you go, man. I don't wanna I don't wanna keep you out here too long. I, I appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for uh for being a part of this tonight. And uh don't let this be the last. Tell the kids I love them, tell the wife I love her. Make sure everyone stays safe, man. Um you got any 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 last minute uh any last well, minute things you um, want to say real quick? I the only thing I yo anybody listening, it's really about not even gonna be on something like yo, educate yourself with this, that, and the third. No, but just pay attention to what's being said and what's not being said. Like, don't be afraid to ask why. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we want to reopen the state. Why? Why do we want to do this? Why do we want to do that? Like, just keep asking why until you find a response that makes sense. And so, because just like you mentioned earlier, the whole idea of of people just protesting. Yeah, what was it? Kanye had this one joint on, uh, on 808 in Heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? The paranoid joint. And then at one point, he's like, that was a video with Rihanna. And then at one point, he's like, wrong things. 
wrong things. You worry about the wrong things. That's exactly it. People worrying about yeah. the wrong things. You got to watch for the hook. You over here mad about this guy. Meanwhile, somebody else is in your pocket. Yeah. Somebody else is in your pocket. Like, yeah, sure. Like, we got this $2.2 trillion bailout, really. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, stimulating the economy. But really, though, because how much did you get? <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, they just, they just get <laughs> like, what happened? Like, what happened to all this? And and and, and they're making and they're making these poor kids. Listen, I'm talking about like when they open up these theme parks, you're gonna have these kids lines. You know what I mean? It's gonna be it's, and not just kids, but old people, people of all ages, exactly. all sorts of health conditions. You know this for a fact. You know that they've never had any sort of training no. on how to take off gloves. Okay? Like, are they going to do a crash course all of a sudden? Are they going to prep these people how to, like, properly wear gloves and masks and take them on and off? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to be the ones in the bathrooms cleaning up after these people? that are Exactly! Like, picking up trash bags from everybody? Nah! Nah! The no, president we- of Universal ain't doing that. The president of Disney ain't doing that. Like the managers of these restaurants ain't doing that. The bosses, the, the owners of nope. these restaurants are not doing that. You know who's gonna be like, like, like the the managers are gonna have to do it, and and the employees that don't have any benefits are gonna have to do all this stuff. And and I'll tell you right now, none of them took a first responder class, and none of them know how to take off their gloves. Right? Nah, yo, yo, I don't take them off. And, 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 and that's that it's shit. funny you say that because it's true. My wife was just pointing stuff out. When we were out the other day, um, she's like, yo, you see this dude over here? Got his gloves on to, to touch his steering wheel. Whatever he whatever he he caught in the store, he just put it all over his steering wheel. It's <laughs> like, steering damn, wheel. Yep. Yep. you right. Yeah, bro. I saw somebody smoking <laughs> with their gloves on. I'm like, I what are they doing? Bro, I'm, I heard, I heard, okay? And this is from a reputable source. Okay, I, I mean reputable. That uh, you know, they, they went out to grab some some food today. First day of things being open, twenty five percent or whatever. Like some of the staff is wearing masks, some of the staff isn't. Back yeah, of the of course house staff, not. Not wearing masks. It's always the back of the house, damn. Bro, I love my back of the house. I'm a former, you know, hospitality. I mean, bartender and server and everything. I get it. But if these guys are back there making your food and they're not. You know, practicing, you know, social distancing, safe measures, you know, covered up with masks or whatever, breathing all in your food and touching your food and everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Yeah. What, what's happening? Yeah, I drove by, um, I drove by the store. You know, I was going to do some food shopping and it was in the news that they were going to require everybody to wear masks, this, that, and the third. The moment I walk in, the dude that's at the door and even got a mask on. And it's it. like, yo. Yeah. Who's going to enforce all this stuff? No one's going to... They don't have one person for every business every, every business that's open nope. to sit there and enforce all these rules. It's crazy, man. But, like I said, we'll see what happens, man. But again, Ross, let me... Let yeah, me yeah, yeah. So I much. appreciate this right here, uh, man. Thank you for having me on, on, sir. No, of course. Of course, my friend. And um, to everybody else, I guess, you know, keep practicing social distancing and... Uh, and uh, and and do what you gotta do, you know, to to survive. I guess like like what was Robert Downey Jr. at? At <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. But uh, you've been listening to uh, <laughs> ladies edition of Saul's Life. Again, that's my man Ross. And uh, it's your boy Saul here. Signing out, man. You guys have a good night. Be safe. Mm-hmm.